Hey everybody, this is RJ Thompson. Uh, you know me, your intrepid host of the City View podcast. It is uh, July 7th uh, and I'm sitting here with Wilma Levengood, whom uh, just sat in on a presentation given by Killian uh, Riano, um, our visitor with the NEA R-Town grant that, the, that Youngstown State University just received. And um, I've been wanting to sit down with Wilma for quite a long time to just get a get a beat on what it is that she's doing and more specifically doing for the arts. So uh, Wilma, say hello. Hello, everyone. Um, so let's get started. Um, why are you here today? Well, I am here today because um, I've been coming to a lot of these economic action group meetings for a while. So uh, one of their emails mentioned something about community engagement, placemaking. Um, and by a, um, a pretty well-known like uh, architecture, I instantly felt interested, and especially with um, with all that he wanted to um, talk about with in terms of community engagement um, in public spaces uh, and design work. Uh, I thought that was just something very fascinating, and kind of what led me here. And yeah, it was a really good it was a really good uh, conversation like with him and discussion. So it. Um, yeah. <laughs> what did you say you learned? Well, I definitely learned about how creativity plays a key role in uh, designs, especially for a lot of these uh, public space uses. Um, with a lot of co uh, communities that are going through some hard times or maybe there needs to be some reinventing of spaces, <coughs> it's kind of fascinating to see how um, design and architecture gets played into those roles, but then you also incorporate the cre creativity, the artistic-mindedness behind it to create games or um, public spaces, uh, utilizing public art for public function. And um, it, it's kind of, it's just fascinating how like in, with uh, even, not just with the artist or the designer, but also uh, putting the community, getting them involved in the whole process, um, everyone collaborating together. It's, um, it's fascinating. So all these, all these different subjects actually build into uh, your interest, your core interest area, which is uh, definitely the arts. Can you talk a little bit about, you know, uh, your academic background? Because I know you're going to school right now. Mm -hmm. And then uh, talk about uh, your thesis. Mm -hmm. Well, I've always been interested in the arts uh, ever since I was little. And whenever I decided to go to college, I pursued my uh, degree in studio art from the University of Mount Union. And I also picked up an entrepreneurship minor just to gain a little bit of um, background in business and entrepreneurship. Whenever I was working on my one of my senior projects, uh, it led me to um, an internship with Arts and Stark, which is a nonprofit arts organization based in Canton, Ohio. Uh, what they did was they um, I acted as an intern for them to create a um, the first arts festival in downtown Alliance. And what I learned from them from their placement in Canton is whenever you incorporate the arts into an area that kind of needs a little bit of economic stability or prosperity of any sorts, uh, it can have profound impact on its economic development and bring in businesses and bring in community members and just overall that just increase the morale. And that's what sparked me to want to pursue a career in uh, that idea. Although um, Mount Union did not have an arts management sort of um, background or a degree, I decided to pursue my master's after my graduation um, from the University of Akron in their arts administration department. 
Um, what I am doing right now is I am creating my thesis and doing a lot of research, and it is about how uh, perceptions about the arts can play a role in public art and public spaces uh, in terms of feasibility, and how the community, whether you're a business person, um, a, um, a local or an artist, how working together and collaborating can um, can implement an arts-focused plan that can promote economic, economic development. So collaborate together from these two different sort of discipline areas, as it were, and mm -hmm. create something that is not only for them, but for the community as well. Exactly. Okay. So you, you mentioned you're going to Akron, mm -hmm. and uh, you're not from Youngstown. No, I'm no, not. No, that's a, but what, what's great about this is that, and it's okay if you're not, yeah. uh, but, but what's cool about this interaction and our previous interactions is that you keep coming back here. <laughs> yes, What I do. is it about Youngstown that's resonating? Well, it's kind of amazing to see, there's something different about this community I've noticed because, I mean, I'm from New Philadelphia, Ohio, so I live an hour and a half away. And of course, like, I keep coming back. That's a lot of gas that I'm using to keep coming back. Um, one of the first things since I've, um, I gotta be honest about is that my perceptions about Youngstown, about the Mahoney Valley area, was not the most positive outlook because um, I have the old perceptions about like um, the post-industrial era of it, like where things are run down and like there's no business there. There's like I had this idea that there really isn't too much here. But um, what's great is that I kept I was being proven wrong, which is actually a good thing. Um, every time I come back, I learn something new and new about this community, and it keeps fascinating me. And because I've been proven wrong so many times, like, well, what is the right thing? What is it that I'm missing? And that's what keep, keeps me coming back. And I've discovered so much more than what my outsider's perspective um, has shown. Um, you're not the only person that shares that perspective. Yeah. Uh, when I first came to Youngstown, I was definitely well aware of the uh, various reputations. And since being here, I've actually found that uh, a lot of outsiders share that view, but mm -hmm. also some of the folks here, you know, uh, not necessarily folks within the city limits, uh, mind you. So, um, so you keep coming back. Mm -hmm. And let me ask you this, when do you graduate? I graduate, well, I'm hoping, I'm aiming for May 2017. May 17, so you have one full year left. Yes, basically. I do. Okay, and then what's gonna happen after you graduate? Well, I do plan on wanting to uh, keep doing what I'm doing like with my research in terms of like I want to be involved in the arts very heavily and try to um, Try to incorporate that into more economic development plans um, But like being the advocate for the arts um, first and foremost because I've noticed that the Some of the arts community here is a little bit underground ish But then they're they're also like ones that are well known uh, in the school systems like power of the arts um, and I want to continue to kind of like advocate for them and really utilize their talents and their skills and their passion for this community because they have the same passion for Youngstown like anyone else that lives here or Warren or um, or areas in Columbia and Mercer like just this entire region itself they have that passion they want to like be able to use it more and have the community be a part of it and I want to do more of that whether it's in community engagement or maybe be involved in the development side of things but definitely like staying um, staying in this area to promote the arts um, that is my ultimate goal here in the in the form of like starting an arts organization or maybe working for an existing one or well right now it's um, looking like I'm leaning towards um, 
working with an existing one just so I can plant my feet somewhere, but there is kind of a hope where it'd be nice if I can start my own, like to be an extra resource for uh, artists and business people to come together um, and to really coordinate and collaborate with one another for the sake of the community. So I'm definitely recognizing this, and I, I think uh, audience, hopefully you are as well, but uh, listening to Alma talk, I believe what you're hearing is uh, the, the voice and uh, the thoughts of a cheerleader of Youngstown. <laughs> Uh, a, a new recruit, basically. Uh, we're pulling you in, and we're going to keep you. Um, <laughs> the the work that you've done, the interactions that you've had here, and the fact that you keep coming back, um, it's really exciting to uh, sort of figure out how what or what kind of impact you 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 will have, if not you're already having on this community. So. Uh, and what's even more, uh, even greater about that is the fact that you can take all of these experiences that you're developing and cultivating for yourself here in Youngstown, and that benefits others, but that also parallels your academic uh, pursuits. Like, mm -hmm. you're learning so much there, but you're also able to plant that information here. You're able to apply it, mm -hmm. and that makes everything better. Um, can you talk about the, just coming back to the thesis again, because I'm, I'm genuinely interested in this. You did a, a poll or a survey mm -hmm. with uh, Mahoning Valley artists. Yeah, artists uh, and residents. Artists and residents. Can, can you talk about a little, can you talk a little bit about what that survey looked like, what kind of questions you asked, and then, you know, so far as you can recall, because it's not like you have your notes in front <laughs> of you, but um, uh, what the general consensus was on some of those uh, yeah. questions. Yeah. Well, the survey acts as the first part of my thesis, because the first part of it is studying the perceptions about the arts um, from an artist practitioner's perspective. So the professionals, students, uh, teachers, and then from a consumer's perspective, which is the residents of the Mahoning Valley region or um, business owners, the ones that are typically not arts affiliated, but to get an idea of what their perceptions are about the arts. Um, whenever I created this survey, I wanted for the intent to see what people thought about the existing community, uh, arts community, um, in terms of is it accessible for them? Is it, um, is it something like they are aware of? Because that's another thing about arts communities or arts organizations is an awareness that they are there. Um, so I definitely highlighted a few questions about that. And I also um, used some of the questions to kind of get an idea of like, mostly like rating, like where do you rate um, your um, arts community? And it's not that they're both the same uh, surveys either. There are a couple of similar questions, but then there are some that I ask specifically from uh, to the consumers and to the arts practitioners. For example, for the um, arts practitioners, I asked them, well, do you think that there are enough resources? Do you have uh, resources that are accessible to you in terms of, um, let's say, material-wise? And it was a decent rating. It was like three, like on a scale of one to five, with five being, um, the highest, um, like, yes, I have um, access to that. Um, there was about three, four, it might depend on demographic areas um, in terms of, or even financial um, for some people. So that's uh, certainly a question to look into. And another question kind of uh, surprised me a little bit um, in terms of like the support, because some, like I know it's come up in some conversations um, that I've had with some artists or whatever, um, about like, do they feel that there's enough support from the general public and from uh, existing businesses? And it's kind of in the lower end slash middle of it in terms of support, especially from business owners. And from what I generated from a few 
a few um, comments that were made at the end because I leave open-ended um, questions for people to go ahead and just say something to me so I can uh, look into Gen general the comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah quali it's qualitative. Okay. It's rather than it, because the surveys are quantitative in terms of numbers and qualitative in terms of these open-ended questions. Yes, exactly. And I found that a lot mm -hmm. of artists wanted to be treated like a business. If they own a gallery, they have an organization, they want to be treated fairly like a, like a typical business owner. They want to be seen more as an equal in terms of they want the networking opportunities, they want there to be some good marketability, and even being seen as an asset. Mm -hmm. um, so that was something that um, really um, stuck Cultural with and economic assets. Yes, cultural yeah. and economic. So putting those uh, things together. And then from a consumer's perspective, because I wasn't, I wasn't fully aware of like how important the arts are for your general public. And surprisingly, the numbers are showing that people want the arts here. Mm -hmm. Like, on a, it has to be like a 98%, like for sure they want it. And then like the few little um, outliers or, but they are also, they're also important because they're also taking into the perspectives of everyone. Um, but it's amazing like how, mu how much people really actually crave for it that aren't necessarily arts affiliated themselves. They want to see more festivals. They want to see more arts incorporated in these public spaces. They want to be a part of it too. They want something new. They want change. They want to see, they want to see something different come into the community or something more into it. And that has really, um, I got to look further into um, those responses, but it was really um, kind of encouraging mm -hmm. to see that there is public support for that. Oh, absolutely. I, it, it, that is very encouraging to know that, hey, uh, the community of Youngstown, while not all being artists, are receptive to bringing more artists in. Mm -hmm. um, and, <clears throat> you know, ultimately artists are going to drive culture forward, they're going to drive economic development forward, and there's this really large benefit to, to having creatives here. Mm -hmm. uh, and it doesn't necessarily even have to take the form of a festival. Like you said, with the gallery owners, they they want to be both a cultural and, e and economic driving force. They can do both. Um, so to have community buy-in in that sense is, is really important. Um, and which actually leads me to my next question. Um, what, does, what does Youngstown need to do to, to bring more artists here, more creatives? I mean, the, uh, and, and I apologize because I should let you answer, but I have to preface just one thing. Uh, it is affordable to live here. There it are a lot of opportunities. Um, um, it's there are great people here. You know, I don't I don't live in Youngstown, but I would had I not bought a house. You know, shortly before ca coming here. Um, and I'm sorry, listeners, I say that way too much on this <laughs> podcast. Um, but I totally would live here with you and be friends with everyone. But uh, you know, this is this is very much my second home, and I know that. The folks here have been so receptive and welcoming to artists. But what what else can Youngstown do to you know? How can we bring someone from California here and make them believe that that they can create uh, a stable arts practice here? Not even mm -hmm. a business necessarily, but a stable arts practice within which they thrive. Well, from what I'm seeing or hearing, because there's I know like from like each artist has their own needs. Um, one of the things that I've figured out is, I mean, they still need access to funds, like grants and everything. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if there's anything incorporated in the city or from other um, um, community leaders that there are like 
accessible for grants for creative people to implement their uh, creative talents. So that's one factor, but I think from what I'm hearing, um, which I will look into further, uh, is that they want to be treated fairly like a business also, like a legitimate uh, person that wants to network and be able to, okay. they, they want the, they want to be a part of the community in that sense of, um, like in terms of like they, like they don't want to be seen as just like uh, something that is like on the last, at the bottom of their list sure. in terms of investment, but to be invested into because they're also a strong part of the community too in terms of being part of the cultural and economic so maybe So maybe some like business or tax incentives. Yeah, that's a possibility. <coughs> that could be an option to look into or even just uh, businesses opening up their lobbies to uh, put art artwork, uh, okay. display artwork, encouraging artists to kind of create outside of their, um, their realms or even like seeing more participation in um, in like in private events that maybe an artist has a um, has their own display um, occurring and they want to see more mm -hmm. uh, people interact with it to invest into it. You know, not a week goes by that I don't receive an email uh, from a valley agency, organization, neighborhood, or just a group of individuals that want a mural mm -hmm. in their space or specifically they're willing to pay for the materials uh, but they need bodies to actually do the work yeah um, and it doesn't always happen outside sometimes the murals are inside uh, where the environment is not just one large wall maybe it's a more compact area where uh, folks can get more creative um, selfishly speaking I, I I wish that the community would allow the artists, like if they say to you, Wilma, hey, we have this space, use your creative talents and do whatever you want with it, or transform this space in such a way that it's not a mural. Mm -hmm. uh, murals are the easy thing to do, um, but you know, just because they're easy doesn't mean you should do it necessarily. So mm -hmm. maybe instead it's, uh, you know, you create some type of uh, gallery, some like changing gallery where the work changes frequently. Mm -hmm. um, Youngstown has a lot of opportunity to get innovative and creative in that sense mm -hmm. that other communities I don't think have the opportunity to uh, offer. Uh, would you agree? Yeah, I definitely yeah. agree. Um, I think that what it seems it happens too often is that we underutilize the artist um, because we are working I mean artists are a working class and I could say yeah. that as myself as an artist like if I create something I want to be paid fairly for the work and time that I've put into it um, it's not just like some like painting that's going to hang on your wall that's the livelihood that's what I've invested my time into and that's kind of what I mean in terms of investment also it's like because we're all working people and we mm -hmm. all want to be treated fairly in that sense um, and I think it's yeah, I mean, murals are great and everything, but there's so much more that can be done than just a mural. And if you talk to a lot of artists, they'll have a lot of great ideas um, mm -hmm. with um, what they want to do. Like if you put them in a space, you're gonna, like if you put five artists in one space, they're all gonna come up with their own ideas. Um, so it's, but that's the creative mindedness of it because you're having like all these different creative minds just uh, <coughs> doing like, I mean, just the thought process for them and everything. They're transforming, it's a transformative, uh, process and everything and I think that's 
Yeah, and something that's great about artists, especially the ones that are regionally here, is that it's our own identity. Mm -hmm. Like that's so important. Yes, it Absolutely. is. Absolutely, that's that's the critical staple behind a lot of these conversations. It's our own identity. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's something like you can have like <coughs> you can have like all these different like chain restaurants or whatever, and they're all going to be the same throughout the country, but. An arts district, like the ones in, like the one in Canton, is going to be different than the one in Cleveland, and it's going to be different than the one in San Antonio, Texas, and it's all different. It's because they're investing in their own local people, mm -hmm. uh, the local creative people that are actually like pulling their own experiences and uh, and their mindedness into pieces that they uh, make. And the eventual arts district that we have here in Youngstown will be completely different and better uh, <laughs> than all the others, for sure. Um, well, uh, so you're here uh, attending Killian Riano's presentation, and uh, Killian was brought here, <coughs> pardon me, was brought here on behalf of the of Youngstown State University since uh, we were the recipient of a National Endowment for the Arts our town grant. We mm -hmm. got $100,000 and we have an extra $100,000 matching from different organizations in the community. And what you're speaking about with, with the arts, um, particularly on the identity side, but investing in local artists, the working class, we're really hoping that the, that's what this grant will do. Mm -hmm. And it, allow, it will allow <clears throat> local and otherwise national, uh, nationally renowned artists to create art that isn't a mural, but is maybe something, maybe it's a sculpture, maybe it's an interactive display, but it can be here and it can change our community in that sense. So mm -hmm. um, I know you'll definitely want to be involved in that yeah, in that'd any be way amazing. possible, and, and we're certainly happy to have you. Um, for, for our listeners out there, how can they learn more about you, the work that you're doing, and your artwork itself? Well, I do uh, have my own Facebook page, Art by Wilma K. in terms of my own artwork and the things that I'm involved with, but I'm also trying to keep people up to date on even the research that I'm doing here. So a lot of that stuff is gonna have to come out from either my um, artist Facebook page or the Instagram, which is the same handle, Art by Wilma K. Um, and it's, uh, I gotta find my own way to really uh, publish it, because I know that um, the Regional Economic Development Initiative they want to use um, use some of my research, and I know that um, whenever this is all said and done, and I get all my research and everything put together for my final thesis, I'm gonna have to do presentations on it uh, and defend it. So um, those kinds of things won't be able to um, develop or uh, open up until closer to the end and everything. But I'll have to come up with creative ways myself to really keep people posted on everything. So, uh, listeners, we're actually sitting in the uh, lecture space in the McDonough Museum as we're recording this. And hopefully, this time next year, uh, Wilma, Wilma will be back in town to present her thesis to us here in the community. And um, thanks for sitting down with me. I really oh, appreciate thank you it. So much. And uh, let's go create some art. Yes, let's All right. do that. <laughs> Take care, everyone.